For a closer look at the European economic crisis, we're going back to our panelists, Susan Glasser, editor-in-chief of Foreign Policy magazine, and Michael O'Hanlon, director of research for foreign policy at the Brookings Institution. As I mentioned earlier, governments have changed in several European countries. What is the outlook for the European economic crisis, Susan? How will new leaderships in France and Greece in particular affect it? Well, I think one thing we can all safely predict is that the crisis will continue. There will be many different moments at which uh, Germany's Merkel is forced to decide whether to increase the size of the bailout to Greece and go back yet again to the troubled economies of southern Europe, not just Greece, but uh, Spain, Portugal, arguably were very much in, in a similar place to where we were two and even three years ago, which is to say debating, number one, uh, what is the long-term future of the euro? And number two, uh, will Europe choose the course of greater integration, uh, a political integration that goes along with this level of financial integration, which many people believe is part of the problem, or not? Will it splinter into uh, its component parts or perhaps somewhat larger than component parts? Will there be, like, say, a northern European euro zone, for example? But, Michael, that crisis hasn't just brought tumult to Europe. Every time the American economy seems to be gathering some steam, there's bad news from Europe, the Dow tanks, and, uh, and demand from over there sags further. It's vital to an American recovery, and yet uh, I'm not sure President Obama or Governor Romney have much they can do or say I think you're right. And the point I would make here is that even if we're not in the heyday of American power where we had not only a huge military superiority, or, which, we, which we still do, but also huge financial and economic superiority, maybe in that day we could have offered to help bail out Europe and it wouldn't have been all a German responsibility in effect. But I think at this point, one thing that either President Obama or Governor Romney could do is to be a little bit of the great communicator to help Americans understand the slowness of the global recovery, and specifically the slowness of our own recovery, but then as it links to Europe. Europe's financial problems today are not totally dissimilar from what we had two or three years ago. We've had our setbacks and our mistakes along the way, but I think we've been a little more decisive. When you have a financial crisis that is created by asset bubbles, by low personal savings rates, some of the same afflictions on both sides of the Atlantic, not exactly identical, when in fact we are now on our way towards recovery. Um, as you say, we're still vulnerable to shocks from abroad. But until the Europeans also make some of these tough financial decisions and reforms, our slow recovery is going to be even slower. The uh, election of Francois Hollande was a very interesting moment because now there are two big European leaders with two very different visions of how to get out of the slump that they're in. And Francois Hollande is saying, no, no, cutting government budgets, cutting spending, cutting borrowing is only going to make everybody poorer in the short and medium term. What we need is demand-driven growth. Susan Glasser? In the months since Hollande's election, you haven't really seen at least the sort of open rift with uh, Germany and with Merkel that some had predicted. There's not a lot of interest on either part, right, in having an open ideological rift at this point in time. Voters across Europe have, have shown they're more than willing to throw the bums out. And second of all, 
nobody's really ready to face either A, cutting loose Greece and possibly others from the Eurozone, or else B, going toward the direction of much greater power to Brussels, which already on some level is blamed by the public uh, for the plight that they're in to begin with. Just going back to the question of American power and what does this tell us about America sitting on the sidelines as its its largest trading partner uh, and as this pillar of the world economy sort of like teeters and totters and struggles its way through years and years of uh, irresolute crisis. I think that suggests a world, whether Romney likes it or not, of diminished American tools. Susan Glasser, editor-in-chief of Foreign Policy magazine, and Michael O'Hanlon, Director of Research for Foreign Policy at the Brookings Institution. What can the next administration do to help Europe and much of the rest of the world out of the global economic slump? Like us on Facebook and let us know what you think. I'm Ray Suarez. You're listening to The Next President, Foreign Policy Challenges on America Abroad.